what's happening? This is Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. Potato Pro, we are back. What's up, Will Gill? Man, episode number, Brian Erlacher, 54. 54. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chicago, though, right? Yeah, the Cubs, <laughs> finally, Damn. 100 years plus. Damn, that's a long yeah. fucking time. <laughs> you know what's kind of dope? Today is episode number 54, mm-hmm. and today we do our, we are doing Meek Mill DC4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, everything kind of worked out. So That's crazy. Uh, yeah, today we are doing the new Meek Mill. Is this an album or a mixtape? I'm calling it an album. Album. Um, this okay. is an album. Okay, so the new album from Meek Mill, mm-hmm. Dream Chaser 4 or DC4. And hey, mm-hmm. just in case any of you guys don't know who this guy Meek Mill is, let's get into this background check. Let's get it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A guy. Mm-hmm. I just told you. That's who I think I am. The God Meek Mill coming out of Philadelphia. Philly. <laughs> Meek started his rap career grinding out the rap battle scene in uh, Philly. He was first discovered by T.I. and was signed to Grand Hustle. Word? Yep, just for a short stint, though, because uh, he had court issues that got in the way, and that deal came to an end. Mm. In 2011, he bounces back, signs with Rick Ross and MMG. I knew about that yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, about the yeah, Wow, yeah. T.I. was early on that? Yeah, T.I. is early on a lot of people, man. Damn. And uh, that same year, 2011, he becomes a double XL freshman under MMG. Mm. Meek's just been shaking and moving, beefing with label mates, <laughs> taking down Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. beefing with Drake, <laughs> going on Twitter rants. Twitter fingers. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. <laughs> and, uh, man, but through all the nonsense, Meek has really just been putting out music pretty consistently throughout his uh, career. We have mixtapes like the Dream Chaser series, the 404 EP. We mm. have albums like Dreams and Nightmare, the follow up, Dreams Are Worth More Than Money. Mm-hmm. So today is only right we review his new album, the once uh, mixtape series, Dream Chasers, <laughs> now the official album for Meek Mill. Dream Chaser 4. Yes, sir. It's on Apple Music. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if you guys want to correct us, it's on Apple Music. I'm sure you can buy it. That's <laughs> album quality right there. Yeah, word, word, <laughs> word. And uh, so with all that said, Vontae the Pro, this guy Meek Mill, uh, one of the few artists I want to say you was on before me. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So going thank into, you for, thank yeah, you for that. You got that, man. <laughs> so going into this new album, how are you feeling about this guy Meek Mill? Uh, going into DC4, Will Gill, I want to say I was optimistic and open-minded. That's how I felt about it. I, w- I was just hoping that this would be good. That at the end of the day. But, you know, um, it's been a long time since his last project. I feel like it, it, it's, it's technically a year, but it feel like it's been like two. It feel like okay. in, in hip-hop, you know, years yeah. years go by a yeah. lot faster. Yeah, dog years. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, you know, um, like you said, I was early on him. So, overall, I just wanted, wanted him to win at the end of the day because I do enjoy his music uh, i may not agree or like with meek mill the person and his actions but 
I was willing to give this a shot, but this would this was definitely going to be my last shot for McMill. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> Kobe, I, did, yeah. <laughs> I had to find out. So I was uh, optimistic and open minded at the end of the day. But what about you, Will Gill? Before you got into this album, what were some of your thoughts? All right, yeah. Um, I'm kind of like on the same boat as you. I I wanted to make sure I stayed open minded. I didn't want to let my like uh, idea of Drake's corniness <laughs> sway me into liking this album more than I should. Yeah, yeah. And I that. didn't want to let Drake murdering Meek Mill's career <laughs> make me feel like Meek Mill ain't coming with it. So the yeah. whole time I'm listening to this, I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving him a, a fair chance to, you know, bounce back. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And uh, with everything that's been going on with his career, I was really just hoping that this guy dropped something special because... He be rapping his ass off, man. And I just mm. want to see rappers that rap win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. so me, I, I, I was pushing for him for this uh, for this DC4 and getting into it. I, I was open-minded and excited at the same time. Tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. Yeah, so with all that said, we have 14 tracks on this new album. Mm-hmm. Monte the Pro, you got a highlight you want to point out, man? Uh, yeah, I do have a highlight, and this song is lit. And when I say it's lit, that's track number three, Liddy, featuring <laughs> Toronto's own Tory Lanez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I gotta give a shout-out to the six, you know? <laughs> but I feel like from a scale from one to ten, this track is a perfect ten to me. Um, just from production, lyrics, substance, everything was on point. On track number three, Liddy, Meek Mill is pretty much saying... I'm back, motherfucker. (laughs) And I I, I was happy to hear this. And real early, track number three. And even like on his first lines on this song, he's saying, I'm on my way to an island and that niggas be broken starving. So it's like, okay, okay. Because he's saying he's back. So I felt like that. The very first line. Then he follows up with other things talking about how niggas don't want to see him win or see him in the wraith. And that's true. I feel like it's true. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who didn't who didn't go into this as open minded as we did. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, so they just wanted to see him see him get another L. OVO specifically. Yeah, OVO crew. <laughs> yeah, thought I told you. <laughs> Dead serious. But then um, Tory Lanez to me, I, I got to talk about him because he came through and delivered a monster and solid verse, a monster hook and a solid verse. Yeah, with the uh, Fetty Wap verse. I mean, uh, the Fetty Wap hook. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the Fetty Wap effect. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, I felt like overall i like i liked it um if you're not a tory lanes fan you're probably not gonna like it but i i, I like tory i like what he does the, the hook to me was large and catchy but i want to talk about his verse because that was really important to me because he said a lot of ear catching bars to me and, and when he brings up certain things specifically when he says i just counted up a quentin miller a qm that's a that's a quarter million Ooh. and um so that, that was interesting that's like i'm listening but off my first impression listening to it not really catching everything i caught that that quentin yeah, Miller right, right like, away. Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on Meek song. Yeah. What? Um, so I, um, I just felt like what Tory did. He he brought this song to another level, and I just think like when it comes down to Tory Lanez, just me being, I feel like I'm converting more into a Tory Lanez fan. He might be the new Akon of hooks. Oh, he might what? he might be the new way kind of hooks, you know. Stop I, it. <laughs> Stop it. Man, these hooks is this this hook is lit and this this whole Liddy song is, is dope <laughs> to me. But I think Tory Lanez and Meek Mill were both on point. Everything about this song is just dope as fuck. So uh, what, uh that's my standout track, track number three, Liddy. Uh what'd you think of that song, Will? Um 
it, literally, I just saw the the feature, and I was uh, I, it always makes me think of like that Charlemagne point that he always brings <laughs> up, where he says the enemy of uh, my, my enemy, enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. <laughs> and so as soon as I seen that, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's different levels to this track right here. And, yeah, um, yeah. The song overall, I feel like it's just an okay record. It's like a a party record, high energy. Okay, uh, okay. You could dance along with the hook. the The verses are pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. It's a good track. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So after you got to uh, listen to DC Four, and you, you know, did you find a standout track? Something that you would tell me and everybody else to yeah, check out? Yeah, 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 man. I want to highlight track number eight, Blue Note. Mm, first, solid yeah, record. First, I want to say with like an album full of like high energy, meek yelling, eight oh eights hitting, uh, Blue Notes right in the middle of this album is just like a perfect placement. The track opens up with like a eerie blues sample from uh, this guy named Snowy White, Midnight Blues. Mm, shout out to that. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what sa- I, didn't, I didn't know where the sample came from, but yeah, shout and, out to that. Yeah, so. and then a shout out to Rap Genius because I didn't know neither, <laughs> and that's where I found it. But uh, the instrumental on this song is built off the uh, the sample Midnight Blues. The instrumental carries over like the strings and the tone of the record. Mm-hmm. And shout out to production man because the drums on this song were like just very lively. Mm-hmm. It kept like the record from becoming like boring or like even like super depressing like it had a lot of energy for like a a, a, a song that's like pretty slowed down for meek standards yeah yeah and uh rapping wise meek was just coming with it on this record his first verse he's reflecting on his life after making like all this money in rap mm-hmm. and he's like picking up habits like popping pills he's saying like he hates that like he loves stunning on instagram so much but it, <laughs> it makes him feel good so that he continues to do it i can see that <laughs> uh his second verse he drops one of the best lines on the album when he says i'm not sick but i'm sick of sales i was like oh, oh. yeah yeah and i, I like was like that. okay that was nice meek yeah and i was like oh, that that definitely goes back to like his battle rapping days those mm. are like bars that like battle rappers come up with yeah very and, clever yeah and the hook on this song is pretty simple it's just like a chop and plug version of the song that it's sampled with mm-hmm. meek is doing what i guess you could call motivational speaking (laughs) (laughs) over the thing saying you know look at yourself you could do better (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but overall man track number eight blue note overall dope record especially if you're not into like all these high energy records that meek mill is pulling out yeah definitely check out track number eight blue notes and you get a different tone from uh, meek mill man i like blue notes a lot i'm happy you brought it up because i felt like Within this podcast, one of us was going to talk about yeah. it. I just felt like that yeah. right away. And I just want to say, overall, when this whole album, you know, I love trap sounding stuff. I like the bangers, but I feel like this was my best production I would give. Yeah. This album, like, this album is, is uh, very trap heavy and very, you know, it, it, it's aggressive like Meek Mill. But I felt like I liked the jazzy vibe. I just really like that. And I just think that Meek Mill sounds better when he's not rapping over trap beats. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And with that said, on to the pro, let's go ahead and uh, get into our general. Let's get it. This is special cloth alert. <laughs> special cloth. Monte the pro. Yeah. You know, um, if there's one thing we know about Meek Mill. Mm, what's that? Is that Meek Mill goes hard on intros, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The intro for uh, Dreams Dreams and Nightmares pretty much speaks for itself. Probably mm. like one of the greatest intros. You play it in the club. It's, <laughs> it's still lit today. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's a so fact. His, uh, his last intro was pretty tight, too. So with this one, we have track number one on the regular. Any thoughts on that? 
I thought that on the regular track number one was a very solid intro. Um, when you hear him loading up the hammer, and yeah. you hear him like you just know, yeah, <laughs> you you know something <laughs> special is about to about to happen, and 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 I really like that. And then just. On the production and lyrical side of things, I enjoyed the overall bounce to it, mm-hmm. and it was just a perfect way for him to set the tone for the rest of the album. That's that's what I thought. Wait, what, wait, wait, what, wait. what were you thinking about when you heard it? I felt like the production side did everything it could to make this intro like as dramatic as possible. Mm, it, okay, and and to be honest, I feel like me kind of fell short lyrically. On, on okay, lyrically energy, but I'll get to I'll get more of that. On our dislike side, okay. I just want to get your POV first, okay. man. Okay, okay, okay. A, a little sampler for uh, later, you know okay. what I mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> it's appetizer. All right, to the pro. Any, uh, what else you want to talk about on this album? We got 14 tracks, a Ooh. lot of features. What you want next? I want to talk about... Um I want to talk about track number four. Uh, it, it came right after Shine. my favorite, Shine. I want to ask you, do you think, did you think that track was dope? Word, yeah, man. Uh, between Blue Note and Shine, those were like kind of my two songs that I was going to mm. pick between. And just like you said, like uh, you think Meek sounds better when he's not rapping over trap beats. And Shine is not like a very trap-heavy beat, it's even not. though like it has 808s in it and it hits hard. But yeah, Meek sounds dope. I love like when Meek is just like celebrating success. Like, yeah, his bars about celebrating success, I feel is like a lot better than most rappers. And yeah. so I, I just like to see Meek win. And mm. then track number uh, four, Shine, Meek's winning. Yeah, and it, and it sounds good. Yeah, I, I I agree. And I just felt like like more to what we we're talking about, like you know, him rapping over piano bass beats are, is just dope. Him just rapping over instruments in general is dope. Yeah. Um, and then like you know, like him rapping about things that give him the chills, talking about like pretty much where all his work had got him, and him just admitting that you know if it wasn't for this rap shit, he would probably be dead. Yeah. And you know, I I just like this song, and I just felt like I I could see him maturing, I could see him growing up, and I just enjoy that a lot about that yeah. about that track, track and then, number four and then on um, production on that one i love when tracks oh like does like that gospel kind of choir sound in the mm. background and that just really always elevates songs for me yeah yeah i i i know i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> the same way yeah uh, so do you have any other songs you would talk about because I, I got a couple more yeah look man there's a lot of features in this album we got yeah. tory lanes lil uzi vert Nicki minaj quavo don q Young Thug, 21 Savage, 21, YFNN, <laughs> Tracy T, Gordon Banks, Pusha T, Lil Snoop, French Montana. Damn. Any of these uh, people you want to talk about in the positive light while we on uh, the positive <laughs> side of this general? Yeah, you know what? Um, before I get into that, after you listed off everything, I was like, is this a DJ Khaled album? Yeah. <laughs> is this a Khaled album? <laughs> Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. This that special cloth, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but okay, so... I, Okay, I liked I liked I liked the majority of the features. I want to say that the first one I, that I would talk about, the feature that I liked was uh, "Offended Me" featuring Young Thug and Twenty One Savage. I felt like twenty uh, twenty one <laughs> uh, Young Thug to me had like a saucy hook, and he Word. was just he was just on point. Um, I enjoyed that song a, a lot. Like just the bounce is real aggressive and it's hitting hard. But once Twenty One Savage gets on there, all the momentum dies. All right, that's um, what I think about that song. Okay, <laughs> did you like that song or it was just is just, just all right, let, let me let me finesse my way in real quick. <laughs> All right, dude, let, dude, let, dude. Me, let me let me work my way in this. <laughs> All right. All right. So I feel like there's the three best verses on this whole album are spit by people not named Meek Mill. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. So the three best verses are spit by not Meek Mill. All right. Who who, who you giving the uh, giving the your three the best verse on this album is spit by R.I.P. Lil Snoop. 
He had the best verse on the whole album. His verse is just filled with like passion and purpose. And man, it's just like his life was ended so short. This guy had so much promise. It's like, man, when you hear his verse, it's just like, man, this guy has so much potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the second... The second verse is a Pusha T verse on Two Wrongs. When uh, he, he recorded bars like Nancy Reagan, Raise the Monster, Sniff, Ronnie Arm the Contra, all that shit without conscious. It's just like Pusha T, like drug bars are levels above everybody else. Like mm. you can hear those bars and not even know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> that's, that's how far Pusha T is in the, like uh, in his two is uh, drug raps. Mm, okay, okay. And listen, Montana Pro. What's up? In the third best verse on this album, was spit by my guy. <laughs> my guy, 21 Savage. What? what? I thought you was unoffended. No. 21 Savage has like the third best verse on this album. Damn. Okay. Talk your talk. Talk okay, your talk. Look, by the way, just to point out something, when you have a record called Offended, mm-hmm. it's perfect to have 21 Savage on there because <laughs> he really be saying some foul shit when he be rapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For example, on this record, he just coming with bars like... I ain't with that diss song shit. I I shot a nigga before like, whoa. Mm. He said, I might take your chain if it's sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and everything he's saying, like, he just says it so matter-of-factly. Like, he's uh. not even rapping. Like, he's just telling you, like, when I heard him say, I'll snatch your chain if it's sparkle, <laughs> I had to look down and be like, oh, make sure I don't got no chain on. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he might fucking snatch it. Like, he's not even rapping. He's just telling you what he's going to yeah. do. And, uh, hey, man, that dude, 21 Savage, 21, 21, 21. 21, 21. <laughs> I, I'm not his biggest fan, but, hey, he killed that verse on Offended, wow. bro. He killed that verse. All Third right, best verse right. on the album. All right, all right. I want to say, we can definitely keep this on the general side of things. I felt like it was not a dislike. I just felt like... Lyrically, I wanted more, but I, you know, more or less, I'm never gonna really find that from 21. I'm gonna say his verse is very authentic. Yeah. When I listened to it, when he said, you know, he'll shoot a nigga like, whoa. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. He you know, was like just saying it. Like yeah, he wasn't yeah. even rapping. I felt like he did that last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> he just shot somebody last and week. And then uh, when he closes his verse with like the me versus you type bars, like, oh, uh, you was hiding, I was seeking, you was yeah, doing yeah, this, yeah. I was shooting, you was ducking, like, yeah. it was, like everything he was saying was just like, God damn. <laughs> 21, 21, 21. <laughs> like I am not going to this guy fucking uh, concert, not ever. Because if you if you listen to this man, you, you probably got some angry issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I see that. But okay. I, I'm gonna uh, scale it back a little bit because you talked about something I did want to talk about. All right, all right. Um, uh, you talked about Pusher, Pusher T, and he's on two wrongs. Yeah. And um, I thought they would both go at Drake. I want to say that. Yeah, That's another yeah. put, uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend. I Word. thought I thought that. That's a good point. But I. They didn't, and um, I just want to say I got you. I got your point, but I just it wasn't one of my favorite verses from Pusher. Okay, not saying that I was expecting more, but I just felt like just kind of came and went. Yeah, yeah, you know, just run of the mill. Like I felt like I heard it before. You okay. know what I mean? So it didn't exactly move me. I don't know if that was because of production or what it was. I did feel like it was authentic, as you know, but I just it didn't do nothing for me. Yeah. So, um, but I do want to talk about something. Um, did you like tour uh the Tony Story three? Um. I'm not gonna lie to you, Von to the Pro. I've never even heard Tony Story one or two. No, oh, and so when I heard three, I, I honestly didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna jump in at the end of the movie and try to try to pretend like I know. Yeah. And so when I heard it, it just sounded like a song. He was telling the story, and I honestly didn't give a fuck. Damn. What What about you, man? You You heard all three most likely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, how did you feel about it? your POV? Probably more important than mine. <laughs> I've heard all three. I liked 
not love this this part three. Um, I kind of wish the story ended on part two. I liked that. I liked how the, it, it ended, but I just felt like I don't know if it was the production or what it was that the story just didn't really uh, draw me in or whatever it was. But I just felt like it, it felt a little flat for me. Yeah, it was very it was flat, and I just felt like. But I feel like overall, with the storytelling that he delivers, I liked it enough to not put him on my dislike side. Okay. Because of him actually, like, this is the only song where he's telling a story. Yeah. On this whole on this whole album and with Meek Mill screaming and just doing all <laughs> doing his things, like, to hear this is refreshing to hear. Yeah. And it's just hip-hop, you know what I mean? Just yeah, very, yeah. Just very hip-hop. I would say for, like, a person that didn't hear, like, the other two Tony stories... Every time I got like halfway through this song, like I was just bored. Mm. I didn't dislike it, but I was just bored, and I I don't think I've ever even like understood the ending of this song because yeah. halfway through I'm just like, oh, he's telling the story. Yeah. It's like, how are you telling a story? And I'm getting bored at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like that's one uninteresting story that yeah. you're telling. So uh, to your point, maybe it should have ended that too. Mm, I, I would have loved that, but I guess it's gonna go to four because he ends it pretty much saying that part four is gonna be a movie. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So, okay, we'll you know, see. Yeah, it's gonna be special. It's gonna be very special. <laughs> but um, do you have any? Do you have anything else? Like any other features that you like? Did you um? Uh, uh, I'm pretty much done with like all my general stuff. But I would say shout shout out to Tracy T. I never really heard any of his music before, but uh, I I, I liked his verse on track number eleven, way up. Way I thought up, it was yeah. pretty cool. I, I like that. I like the balance in the production. To me, yeah. was very. Every time that song comes on, I, I just do not skip it. Um, the last thing, the last two people I would talk about that I'm one person I'm specifically surprised I'm talking about is Lil Uzi Vert. His part that he did was um, very flavor- flavorful and enjoyable for me. I felt like on that song, Froze, I felt like he had the reason why I do... The only thing I like about that song is Lil Uzi Vert. You said you like Lil Uzi Vert? Just on that part. Just on, just, the pro. <laughs> just on that part Montana specifically. Pro. Can you please hit the drop? Let's move on. <laughs> I can't even say this. Alright, let's go. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like at all, nobody. Listen, Montana Pro. It's very simple. Oh, man. Listen, Montana Pro. Right. I ain't fuck with nobody, and that means I ain't fucking with Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, track number five, Froze, was straight trash, man. Mm. As soon as Uzi Vert opens the song on, it's like I'm a rock star. I'ma smash my guitar, <laughs> and then with the auto tune, it was just like smash my guitar. Why the fuck would Meek Mill or anybody hanging around Meek Mill have a guitar? guitar. These guys are rappers. They're not rock stars. Like, how does this song even make sense for Meek Mill? First of all, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this song makes no sense. (laughs) So there's that right when the song opens up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meek starts his verse pretty much with just like filler noises like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) And I'm just like, what the fuck? You're not going to rap? You don't have nothing to say? (laughs) And the rest of the verse really was just uninteresting and i knew it was going to be like that the mm. moment he goes hey hey whoa 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 this <laughs> is like you know you you stretching to fill time at that point yeah. Lil uzi vert was just whack i'm not even gonna like break down what he had to say <laughs> is that worth it to you yeah no 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 <laughs> and uh and and i said on the last episode on to the pro if uh anybody heard our last one i said when we get into this new dc4 mm-hmm I do not want to have a Nicki Minaj feature on this album. I remember that. You documented it. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. Because when I listened to Froze and I heard that Nicki Minaj verse, I said, this is the reason why. Because <laughs> Nicki Minaj, she is not a rapper no more. Mm. She's a pop star. She make pop records. Okay. Okay. And talk so, that talk. Talk and, that yeah, talk. Yeah. She's not a rapper no more, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so when... 
the, the track froze. You know why it doesn't make sense for Meek Mill? Because this is a Nicki Minaj song. Mm. This is not a Meek Mill record. Why the fuck would Meek Mill be smashing a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and that's why I didn't want Nicki Minaj to be on this album because I knew where her music is at, her direction is a completely different lane than where Meek Mill's at. And and then when they come together, they just don't mesh well, to be honest. And Nicki Minaj's verse was like, it had a terrible flow. Right when it opens up with her uh, Tom Brady bars, it like doesn't oh, it doesn't man. even flow well with the song. The yeah, metaphors yeah. were weak. So I don't care how hard this song slaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it do slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, just this track is just awful. It's straight there, trash. You know what? Um, I said this. The only thing I liked about it was Little Uzi Vert. And I get I get why people wouldn't like it. But everything else about this song was just super trash to me. Yeah. And I can see everything you're talking about. And I guess I guess we're gonna talk about anything about, you know, like talking about being a rock star or whatever. If anybody was to be a rock star, it would be Nikki yeah. on this song. If it's anybody not Meek. Yeah, it's not Meek and it's you know, like you could say uh Lil Uzi is on his way, but he ain't no rock star. Yeah. He's not a, he's not a rock star yet. You know, yeah. give us give him some time. Yeah, this is that song Froze is a Nicki Minaj record. That was given to Meek Mill to try to have like a hit. Mm. And I hate listening to songs where it be like, this is the formula. We, mm. we rock stars. We partying. We smashing guitars. Here's <laughs> the hook. Oh, people like Lil Uzi Vert right now. So yeah. we'll have them do the hook on autotune. And then we'll have our bars. And oh, here's a Nicki Minaj feature. <laughs> it's like all that shit is just all formula. Yeah. No soul. Yeah. All trash. Wow. I I agree. And then I was listening to the uh, Techstone podcast. Which, have you heard that one? The Meek Mill episode? No. One thing that he said that he said um, when he was working on this album, he had to get Nicki on it. And then so he said he lives with Nikki and then he said he asked her for the verse and it took her two months to give him this verse. Damn. Two months. It's two months. So it was crazy. She had two months of time to think about this verse. And I felt like she thought about it in like 10 minutes. Yeah, she needed. She better go holla at Safari. She want to keep rapping. <laughs> for real. Because I, honestly, since she broke up with Safari, her bars just been straight trash, yeah. dog. You, you know what? You know what? Um, I, I think I have this expectation of Nicki Minaj. And I think because after I heard her on that monster. Monster, monster yes. Monster, oh my gosh, snapping. I'm convinced Safari wrote that, dog. <laughs> I'm convinced oh, Safari man. wrote it. Because her rapping skills have fell off so significantly since they broke up. That, that like, quick, yeah. Where'd it go? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're supposed to get better with time. <laughs> yeah, not not her. Yeah, and then, and, and it kind of it kind of like when we compare people, it, it makes me think about like when you see them at their best and you see them at their worst. So you can make this, uh, you can come to that conclusion. And it's kind of like a little bit like what Wayne. Yeah. When we think of Wayne, we seen Wayne in the fucking stars. Yeah. And then when we see him chilling on the ground, it's like, what is this? Like, yeah. you know, you're not doing your best, you know, as we expect. So yeah. I agree hundred percent. And I don't know if you got in my head, Will Gill, because last week when you said you don't want any Nicki Minaj verses, <laughs> it fucked with me. And as soon as I ran into it, and besides the fact of it, you know, falling so short and being so flat, I didn't like it. And, and okay. then even on her um, on the other song, you know, um, which is her on the hook featuring uh, some some other rapper, YFN Lucci. Yeah, featuring him, and uh, you know, like overall, I just didn't really think that song had any value. That's another song where it's like, that's a Nicki Minaj song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just literally like Meek Mill is just doing these Nicki Minaj records. <laughs> it's like, where the fuck is Rick Ross? Yeah. Like, why yeah. the fuck is there two Nicki? Like, I get it. They're, they're like together. But yeah. it's like, musically, I do not think they mesh well together. Mm. Go make a song with Rick Ross. That's a lot better. He has titties, too. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> that is a fact. And I, you know what? And now that you bring it up, I'm kind of salty. We didn't get no Rick Ross yeah. on here. You know, yeah. like they got they got they got a lot of good records together. And every time they get on the same track, I'm always looking forward to it. Word. So yeah, man. But um, I'm good. I'm happy you got that off your chest yeah, because you said you. If, if anything I didn't say, you said it. So. Right. Do you have anything else you want to bring up on this? Like I'm not done yet. But oh way. oh, only thing. My only two issues was the Nicki Minaj features on uh, you know and Froze. They were okay. the ones that fall flat. And I guess I guess also the last thing I would say I would touch on and we're, since we're on the dislike side me being a Meek Mill fan going into this and listening to it after and coming to the conclusion of what this whole album was about I was just left wondering if he was ever going to be able to take his sound to another level mm-hmm. and take it to a new direction and I just didn't know if I could do if he could do that you okay. know so that was the one thing I, w- I would put on the dislike side but that's very small but you know I got my majority of my dislikes out the way all of it actually now. Okay. so what about you Will you know you're all not right. done what's up yeah so earlier we talked about the intro record mm-hmm. on the regular, mm-hmm. and uh, and this track to me is just like a soulless record, man. Mm. When I hear it, it, it really sounds like people they went Meek went into the studio was like, you know what? The people always expect a uh, 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 an exciting intro from me, Fire and flames. so we have to make this. Mm. It's not organic, and when okay, and when ra- okay. and when records are made. Like with a uh, without like just an organic feeling, mm-hmm. you end up with records like on the regular. You end up with records like Froze. You end up with mm-hmm. records like uh, Ten. You know, just mm-hmm. like you could hear the formula. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, you you like uh, the intro for Dreams and Nightmares. So <laughs> I'm gonna make another intro with high energy. Yeah. And when I hear him, it literally sounds like he has fake energy in the song. Like he's just pretending to be hyped. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I have this Red Bull vodka. I have hella energy. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it all sounds fake to me you know what it kind of makes me think like you can't warm up cold french fries <laughs> you can't warm up cold Great french point. fries you yeah. know and i think that's what he's trying to do yeah he didn't even know what to say on the uh, on the intro record even like again another time where he when he's like rapping and he's filling in bars he go yeah 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 it's like meek don't even know what to say anymore it's yeah. like you you filling in all this time with just like ad libs, yes, woes, and yeah. like just pretending to have like like you pretending like you into your own song, mm. but you I can hear that he's not, <laughs> and he's just putting it out. Damn, man, these are good points. And and then just to sum up everything, I feel like a lot of the verses on this album they weren't bad verses from me, mm-hmm. but just forgettable. And like the age of streaming, where every week I have a new album to listen to, yeah. This is going away fast. Mm. DC4. Flash in the pan, huh? Yep. Damn. Wow. Okay. That's, that's deep. <laughs> and with all that said, Vontae Pro, I'm done with my uh, dislike song. <laughs> Man, I'm happy you got that off your chest. Like, word, you should have seen Will when he came in here. He had this, like, mug on his face. And now I think got that dislike out the way. This nigga smiling. He happy. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot better now, man. My shoulder, shoulders feel light, you know? <laughs> Man, that's good. Um, all right, so you want to get to the ratings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vontae Pro, I, I, I think I'm going to take the lead on this oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was going to go first. But do you will? Yeah, because uh, I think it's a little bit more clear how I feel about this album than you. Right, so yeah. okay. uh, for me, I think this album is a C minus. Just if you're a Meek Mill fan, you, it's definitely listenable. It's not a garbage uh, project. Yeah, yeah. I feel out of all the Dream Chasers, this is the worst one. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just feel like it's all production on this. Like Meek Mill was just, was just there. Yeah. Everything else is just all production. That's what most of the energy comes from. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in Meek. 
Okay, okay. What about you, man? All right, so on this album, you know, I felt like it came back strong. Just off of, like, I felt like I was looking for... Uh, this was something of, something I was kind of looking for. I felt like he had a lot of hits and a few misses for me. And I have a little bit more faith in Meek Mill, but I was not blown away after I listened mm-hmm. to this album. I was not truly impressed or whatever. But, you know, I felt like he came back strong and he had a high level to begin with. And the more and more listens I got, the level got... The lower grade, the grade got lower and lower. So I'm giving this a C plus. Okay. This is not, this is not B because I do feel the same way. Like I will move on from this album. I casually yeah. go on. Um, maybe Liddy will stay with me, but th- the whole body of work, no, yeah. not not really. So it's not making it over to the playlist. No, no. So okay. So since we since we both got our ratings out the way, we're gonna continue the question. Okay. Buy, stream, or skip? Definitely give it a stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. definitely give it a stream. But uh, outside of that, I, I I wouldn't recommend anybody to buy this. I thought you were gonna. I thought this was gonna be the first skip for you. No, no, because it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just expectations were clearly not met for me. Mm, okay, okay. What about you, man? Um, I was streaming. Yeah. Uh, on this first album, I brought it. Dreams and nightmares. Okay. I brought that album, and ever since then, I've never, I've never brought nothing else for Meek Mill, <laughs> and I just feel like it just never got better. Yeah. You know what I mean, it never, never, you know, he set the bar, and it never went higher than that. Where, where? So you know, I, I would just stream it and move on from there. <laughs> where, where, where? Um. All right, on to the pro. Let's get into our closing questions, man. Let's get it. That's <laughs> why take a few steps mm-hmm. back. To go you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Montana <laughs> Pro, I got a serious question for you, man. All right, what's on your mind? So I'm scrolling on Twitter the other day, right? Mm-hmm. I say, and I see something that says, Meek Mill is going to drop DC 4.5 in a couple days. Ah, I seen that, too. I seen that. Are you looking forward to that, man? Um, Honestly, no. No. Honestly, no. Only reason why is this has not marinated with me enough. And even though I don't want to, you know, keep going back over and over again, I want to I want to just feel like let this album grow with me. If anything, if he if he decided to drop another like something else, you know, yeah. like maybe if it was like a couple loose records or an EP or something like that, I just feel like it's too soon. I, I, I'm pretty sure like he took like pretty much like a two year break. So he, he's loaded up on records. But, you know, this Nah, I'm not. I'm not really looking forward to to too much right now. Like, let me get some more visuals. Let me get you know. Let me let him just finesse this album a lot more, and then see if I want to you know get, move on from there. Cause or, this you know it didn't really live up to too many expectations for me. But what, what about you, Will? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, no, because if it did, <laughs> <laughs> he got straight to the point. <laughs> no, I'm not looking forward to it because the, the the simple fact is. I did. I didn't really like DC four that much. Mm. So four point five. You're telling me you're gonna give me the records that didn't make DC four. <laughs> so I'm straight. <laughs> I'm cool, man. Wow. You know. You know. Um. I. I was thinking about it right now. Is he kind of stole a page out of the game's book? Yeah, the yeah. documentary two and, and two point five. I got to know her really quickly, like a fast follow up. Yeah. That's interesting to me. <laughs> I don't think it worked for game neither, by the way, though. Mm. Uh, financially, I mean, I like 2.5 <laughs> sonically, but like I, I think financially, like it, it, it's not a good move yeah. uh, for the long term. Maybe you'll squeeze in like extra money, like in the short term, by yeah. dropping two things, maximizing with like your fan base. Yeah. But in the long run, I don't think it's good for the brand to drop that much music yeah. that's mediocre. Yeah, especially in this era. Yeah, especially in this era. And then since I guess you know, since we're talking about the game, we could segue into my question. Okay. And um. My question is, all right, so you got a chance to listen to this album fully from top to bottom, and you got your review and everything, so you understand this album. And we also 
another album that you got to do that with was The Game, 1992. Okay. So they had a beef. It was very clear. Shots were fired. All lives matter except this, <laughs> this nigga. nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you, Will Gill, which album, just album, not artist, but which album was better? The Game, 1992, or Meek Mill's DC4? Oh, for sure, Game's 1992. Uh, the samples, the storytelling, uh, Game's rapping was even better than Meek Mill's rapping. Mm. I'll tell you this about this Meek Mill, uh, DC4. What's up? If I literally knew nothing about Meek Mill, and then I heard this album, mm-hmm. I would literally leave this album not knowing anything about Meek Mill. Ooh. That's how like uninteresting all Ooh. of his raps were. That's real. Like I don't know what DC4 is about. I have no idea. It just sounds like a collection of random songs. It's a playlist. Yeah. But with, <laughs> with 1992, you know, Game's telling stories. He's giving us LA POV. He's giving us history with the, the 1992 stuff. Yeah, He's flipping yeah. old tracks. I don't even think it's close. 1992, Ooh. way better than DC4. Oh, these are that's good points. These are good points. I did not think about these. <laughs> um, to answer uh, to answer my own question, I want to say that me personally, because I'm a producer, I liked DC Four more. Just, just just because um, you brought up a lot of like solid points, but my main thing is that on the on the games album that I dislike was all those samples. Yeah, and then. I wanted him to make an original sound, and I feel like when I listen to DC4, I do get that original sound Word. and that original vibe. Even though I did not take nothing and know anything about Meek Mill, I, I don't learn anything. And even with the game, I do learn. So you, you brought up a lot of valuable points, but just me being me and the producer in me yeah. makes me want to say DC4. Yeah, to confirm your point, earlier we were talking about it, it's that all the energy on this album is coming through from production. Yeah. It's not Meek Mill that's like making you feel hype, you know, make you want to do a push up. <laughs> it, it's not Meek, it's the production. When you listen, if you think the intro on the regular is fire, mm-hmm. it's not because of Meek Mill. Yeah. It's because the way it opens up the production, and then if, if you think fucking on the regular, dunking on the regular, doing it on the regular, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think that's tight, good for you, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the most people think it just sounds like filler. Damn, that, these are good points, man. These are good points. So I'm curious, and I, I asked Twitter, and they I believe they set the game too. Yeah, I asked okay. Twitter, and okay. yeah, uh, so that's very interesting. But you know, I'm good with my review. What about you? Will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's close out. So uh, if anybody want to let us know how you feel about Meek Mill's DC4, you can hit us up on Twitter. We uh we at hhr underscore pod. We mm-hmm. hashtag Team Follow back over here so if you fuck with us we, we fuck, fuck with you, you. <laughs> all day. and you can find us on soundcloud mm. stitcher itunes google play and a whole bunch of fucking platforms we don't even like remember that's <laughs> we, we everywhere yes sir. and uh, if you listen to us on itunes make sure you drop a review it really helps your boys out and uh shout out bomber 424 i forgot to give you a shout out earlier in the uh, pod but he dropped a review this week our guy always could depend on that dude yeah and uh yeah uh hip-hop review pod Podcast. Look us up. We everywhere. Look us up. Look us up. And uh, do us a favor and leave a review. And as always, I am Vontae the Pro. And I'm kicking it with my homie, Will Gill. And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast. And God damn, we changing the podcast game. Another one. Let's go. <laughs>